Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. Got the number one pick in the NHL draft, but the men can't seem to stump. Do something dumb, that's an observation. CLT make them need to run. That's Lars Taylor! trash, EMT for short. Wonder if we best once you peep the score. Up at the crack of dawn, top stories of the morning. While you're yawning, grab your coffee, rise to shine with 98.7. This is drop time. We provide highlights from your favorite teams. Got Dave and Rick making plenty of picks. It's Rule 76. Well, we haven't had a football Friday in a couple of weeks, and... And here we are. Not only is it a football Friday, not only will Michael Carter the second join us at 735 and we go around the league and we have the frenzy and we have plays of the week and stuff you missed. This is the last regular season football Friday until September. Ooh. Good morning, Rick. How are you? Uh, good morning, David. Well, now we're hitting the playoffs, but now we're really hitting our stride. Yeah, but it, it, I... I I don't even joke when I say this. Now, a bit of sadness starts to set in for me. Just now? So Wait, just now, after what we've been through as, as football fans, just now the sadness is setting in? Well, yeah, because I'm able to enjoy the game. See, I'll be honest with you. If the Rangers are lousy, hockey takes a huge step back for me. If the Knicks are lousy, basketball takes a huge step back for me. When the Jets and Giants are lousy... I still love football. I I love it. So the fact that this is the last regular season game makes me very, very sad. Yeah, I understand that. I I get it. But I mean, this hasn't been this hasn't been a lot of fun as fans. I mean, as fans of football, as fans of the NFL. Yeah, of course. Like, I mean, your favorite weekend's coming up. My like everyone. Well, that's what's sad for me. Being a fan of the NFL and having that leave is what's sad for me. Not the fact that the Giants aren't going to play for nine. No, right. So let's let's. I mean, let's separate the two because I'm sad too like I love I love having you know the opportunity every I mean it seems like it's every day now but like what am I gonna have for Sunday football I'm pizza not like yeah we'll miss all that stuff but as far as our football teams are concerned I'm ready for it to be over so you you're, you have ze- there's zero juice for you this weekend zero uh there's some juice I'm gonna watch I mean there's always juice well, I know you're gonna, gonna watch the Patriots you're, you're gonna because no, I'm in that because I'm England. in that no because I'm in that crappy that crappy spot, just like you're in that crappy spot, and I'm sure people are calling yeah, you're a fraud fan because you. I don't want them to win. I don't. If it means that the Patriots get a better pick, they get a top two pick, get their choice for quarter, I don't want that. I want to get the better pick. I don't want to miss out on the tackle. I don't want to win. I don't care. Yeah, and and the Jets winning could do real damage. I mean, you could go from where, where are the Jets now? Let me bring up my Tankathon. I love my Tankathon. Let's go to your favorites. It's got to be on you. One of your favorites. I love Tankathon. I wish I would have been. Uh, you know what the amazing thing about this website is, too? Let's give them some love for a second. The games end, you refresh, it's immediately. They must have like a team of people that it's are just. A team, of, team of tankers. Yeah, a team of tankers. Um, so the Jets right now are eight. They're six and ten. If the Jets win, you could tie Atlanta, Chicago, Vegas. And I got news for you. You know who has the better strength of schedule of all those teams? The Jets. Which means you could, in theory, go from eight to, I don't know, 11, even 12. You don't want that. No, I absolutely don't want that. No, that's what I'm saying. Would it be nice? I mean, if this is Bill Belichick's final game as the New England Patriots head coach, we could end the streak of 15 straight losses and send Bill into wherever the hell he goes on a loss. Yeah, would be good in the moment, but that doesn't help me in what I'm really trying to accomplish, which is trying to win a Super Bowl over the next two seasons. This isn't like I got a long runway here. No, you have a short <laughs> runway. Yes. Very short runway. 
Like you, you, you bet your wheels better hit right at the beginning of the runway because you could skid right into the water. <laughs> you got to put this thing right down. Um, so, so here's what you want, I think, and, and this is what I want as well. I want exactly what the Giants did last week. That's what I want for both teams, for both teams, is to compete, to be close, to get to the end of the game and say, you know, we played a pretty good game and just field goal kicker missed it. Maybe Zerloin misses a kick at the buzzer. That'd be fine. I guess. Yeah, I mean, how it happens, as long as it's not embarrassing. I mean, that's the biggest thing for me. Well, but you've you've, you've been there. Yeah, a a lot, unfortunately. Right, you've been there. And and the one thing, the difference I see in the Jets and the Giants finishing the season is, and we'll get into the Giants and the coaching staff and the, you know, difference of, uh, of the future and what they might be, but at least you say whatever you want about the Giants, and I've killed them this year, and they've been uh, awful. They're fighting to the very end of the season. Right, I get it. But I, I think you also have to recognize how much different how much different each experience would be for whatever the player you're talking about from each team is. Like, if you're talking about the defensive players on the, the, the Jets side of this as opposed to the defensive players on the Giants side of this, and I, listen, I don't disagree with you. The first half against the first half against Cleveland was was, it was embarrassing. Awful. It was embarrassing. Yeah, but also understand, I mean, you, you're a team that came off a, a road playoff win. Like my, my my team is living the exact same nightmare they lived last year. After starting the season with Aaron Rodgers running out of the tunnel with the American flag, hoping to try to win a Super Bowl. Like I can't imagine that would be real easy to deal with for a second straight year. Well, I'm sure none of it's easy. But so I'm not using it as an excuse because I mean, listen, you get paid to show up and play, but. I can imagine that there's probably a little bit more frustration on that side as opposed to the Giants coming off a playoff win. Right. But both teams are, are playing second and third string quarterback or fourth string quarterbacks, whatever you, know, whatever you want to consider it. Both teams have had their, their starting quarterback go down for the year pretty early on in the season. And both teams have been on the verge of completely being the laughing stock in the NFL. And the Jets down the stretch have – it looks – now maybe I'm wrong. It looks like they don't want to be out there on the field. Um. The first half against Cleveland looked like uh, well. Think about we last three games, set. right? Miami was a disaster. Miami was no good. The Washington line though, the offensive se- line was an atrocity. Agreed. Washington's second half was was disgraceful, and the defense was bad. And Cleveland first half was as bad as it possibly gets. Yeah, I would say most concerning so far for me those three games that you listed were just how like, non-competitive the offensive line was in Miami. And then, of course, it had to be Joe frickin' Flacco in the first half that goes for almost 300, and they got the stupid uh, video of him, like, look like he's taking a nap on the sideline. <laughs> like, guy guy called you, hey, you interested? No, we're all set. And then you have a streak of, I think it was, what, 33 straight games where you hadn't allowed a guy to throw for 300 yards, and, of course, it's Joe Flacco who does it, and he does it almost in the first half? Come on, man. So it's just, it's not... I don't know. <sighs> I hear you. No, I just don't know because I I know none of this is going to carry. Like I know none of this is going to to change how I feel about this team moving forward into the offseason. Like I'm still going to be just as excited. I'll be even more excited if you know after the moves that we make, who we draft. Like I'm going to because I have to be because the hope I I have to believe that this team can win a Super Bowl. Otherwise, what am I doing? Like why am I a fan then? Because that's going to have to be the expectation. Because in order for this to be a success, this whole Aaron Rodgers right now feels like a debacle, is they have to be a team that can can potentially win a Super Bowl. I just don't see how that happens. I mean, I, 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 understand, I love the optimism. I do. I just I feel like you're unrealistic. You're going to go into next season. Now, we don't know what the offseason brings, but you're really going to go into next season with the thought of we're going to win a Super Bowl? Well, what's my choice? I, I don't know. I mean, go into next season hoping to make the postseason, and then as the season progresses, get more and more excited. Yeah, well, listen, I mean, I haven't seen, you haven't seen, no one's seen what's going to happen this offseason. I mean, I think everyone's having a hard time trusting that Joe Douglas is going to figure out the offensive line because he hasn't yet. Well, how, how do you do that, too? Would you, would you say the offensive line is brutal right now? Brutal, yeah. Okay, so how do you go from having a brutal offensive line to putting together a really good offensive line in one offseason when you've had four years and you haven't done that at all? I I can't answer that question. I don't know. Right. I mean, hopefully he gets lucky. Hopefully AVT stays healthy. Right? I mean, that's been a big part of it, too. Hasn't said he hasn't been healthy for two seasons. I mean, he got a lot to do, a lot of work to do. 
But the, the 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 intended goal when they went out and did whatever it took to get Aaron Rodgers was, we have to be a Super Bowl caliber team. And this year they're not. Aaron played four plays, and the quarterback position's been a mess. But we have two years now, hopefully, to try to to try to get there. Like, do I am I am I telling you? Do I think that this this next season they're going to win a Super Bowl? No, probably not. But we gotta we gotta feel like we're getting close. Yeah, I I get it. I just I hate for you to go in with these expectations that are unrealistic, and I and I, I don't know that you will. I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to see this off season for the Jets. This is some a whopper of an off season. Yeah, but I mean it doesn't matter. It could take me out of this. What are the expectations for the Jets going to be next season? Yeah, but I think they might may be unrealistic. If you're going to well, go into, next I think season, they were probably unrealistic this season too. But that's, I agree with that. That's why you do it. Like you have, like otherwise, I mean, we've spent how many how many days this week talking about it. Like you going off about how much you know, how much control Aaron Rodgers has of this this organization. That's because they that's because the people inside that building feel like with that defense and him at quarterback, with some of the offensive pieces that we have, the ones that we'll add, that they have a, a real chance to win a Super Bowl. Well, I, I would love that to be the case. I would love for the Jets to be competitive to the point that we're talking about them well into January next year. Because watching two local teams, I mean. I don't know the exact number. You might even know it. I think of the 32 NFL teams right now, like only eight are eliminated, something like that. Like most teams have a chance to get into the postseason, even if it's a very small chance. And two of the eight or nine or ten or whatever the number is are our teams. Yeah, we're done. It's a wrap for us. I don't want that. I want want to talk about the locals well into January, but it's been a train wreck of a season. Yeah, but the bright side for you is that you actually feel like you you can – you can definitively say that you believe in Joe Shane and you believe in Brian Dable. I don't think everyone feels that way, but you feel that way. Well, I don't, I'll tell you what, and it's a, it's a good point that you make. I don't know that, that Wing Martindale and Mike Kafka feel that way. No, I mean, listen, I, your offense offense hasn't been great. I mean, even earlier in the season, it was uh, there was a real groundswell to get Brian Dable more involved with the play calling because it just wasn't good. But I think Wink would be the biggest... It'll be a huge loss. loss. Yeah. I mean, the the defense, even with injuries and losing guys and all sorts of stuff, is pretty good. I mean, it started the season, and you were questioning what the hell was going on, but it's gotten better as the season has gone along. You've seen progress from Deontay Banks. Thibodeau has become a a pretty good player, right? They lose Leonard Williams, and they, you know, get better, seemingly. And now you hear rumblings, and I've heard this for a while, that Dable and Wink just do not get along. Yeah. I I mean, we're all hearing the same things, right? But, I mean, how it sounds like Wink wants to stay. And can they, I mean, is it, is it one of those situations where they don't get along and it's, it's just because both are, you know, fiery competitors, but the, the work environment is, is good enough? I don't know. I mean, it sounds like they're going to have that conversation after the season, but I know before the season started, I mean, we were looking at this as a huge bonus for the Giants that they didn't lose either of these guys. Right. And, and now I sit here and if you told me Kafka was to leave, I'd be like, okay, then, then he leaves. Wink, wink to me is the X factor. The defense is, is good and gotten better. You have some legitimate players you like there, and the system is good. And he's, he's, you know, should in theory, when you think about it, be almost like that second head coach on this team. And then you want to have a whole new defense heading into year three with Dable? I don't want any part of that. No, I wouldn't either. Especially, you know what the other thing, too, is when you hear, when you hear really good players talk about how difficult it is to play against Wink's defense. Like what Matthew Stafford was saying about Wink's defense. Right. So, I mean... There is a level of respect there. Dude, the Giants have 19 takeaways in the last seven games. Didn't they not have a takeaway for like four or five games this season? 19 in the last seven. But don't you remember that? Like to start yeah. the season, we're like, at what point do they get a takeaway? And now all they do is turn over the opposition? I'm not getting them now. And the other thing, too, with, with Brian Dable, especially if you draft a young kid, like this is, and RJ put this in his beautiful look ahead and his beautiful rundown for the show. Like, Brian Dable got this job because of what he did with Josh Allen in Buffalo. That's right. So let's let's do that with whatever quarterback that you decide to draft. Well, that's why I still have complete confidence. Because when you look at what he's done with all these different guys, with uh, Josh Allen, check. With Daniel Jones, check. With Tyrod Taylor, check. With Tommy DeVito, check. Every quarterback that he's worked with has, has gotten better. I think even Trubisky, right? Wasn't Trubisky with Buffalo? Yeah. And and Trubisky, remember that? It was like, oh, he's he's not so bad anymore. Well, that Brian Dable, all these guys. Yeah, he kinda went to he kinda went to Buffalo to rehab himself and try to get another job. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with you, but that's a. I mean, that's it's why he got the job. It's one of his strengths. So if you feel like this year the offensive, you know, offensive side of the ball has lacked, and part of that was because he wasn't calling the plays, and now he's you know another year as you know I get it. Like when early on you're you're start start out as a head coach, I mean it's probably hard to you know focus on calling plays and trying to do everything else you have to do as a head coach. Which like we'll hire an offensive coordinator, he'll call the plays and take some of that off my plate. We'll obviously game plan together and he'll show me. But now he's going into what? This is year three for his as a head coach. So now you know what being a head coach is about. Now maybe this is time where he feels like he can do both, be the head coach and also call plays. Maybe. Which I think no Giants fan would be upset about. None. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. How many games have any juice this weekend for you? Not, uh, not how many a games ton. have juice? I yeah. Think the, I think Saturday's got juice. So Steelers need to win, right? So that's one. Yep. Houston, Houston Indies, that's just a big football game. That's a huge football game, yeah. Jets, Patriots, for, I mean, listen, for Jets fans, maybe for Patriots fans, for draft picks, all that stuff. But as far as playoff implications, zero juice. Uh, yeah, of course, zero juice. Browns, the Bengals. Thing, the only reason this thing has juice is because, I mean, if you're a Patriots fan, a Jets fan, nationally, it's because it could be Belichick's last. Right, but I'm, I'm saying as far as playoff implications. When I say, when I say let, me, let me remedy what I said. When I say juice, I mean... Playoff implications. How many games do you watch with playoff implications? So I will. Can I can I say something though quickly? Just yeah, to, you to can because we have four hours. Right. Well, to your point earlier about how like the the NFL and you know when you started ranking your sports, like if the Mets aren't involved, maybe you're not as involved in Major League Baseball. Whatever. It's funny because with the NFL, you say juice. I could find juice in every. It's like you're cert- like you're you're right. desperately trying to find juice or storylines because you know I'm gonna watch it so I gotta I'm gonna try to find some reason to watch it. No, I, I get that, and I'll have every game on as well. But I mean, Browns Bengals couldn't have less from like you, you got I didn't Jeff Driscoll starting and Cincinnati's yeah. done and it just, there's and Cincinnati Cleveland's usually a game that's you know a, kind of a big game. There's nothing there. Well, yeah, you're talking about. I mean, you're hoping to see Deshaun Watson in that defense going up against Joe Burrow and right and all the Bengals' weapons. Um, Jaguars, Titans, Jaguars need to win that game. If the, if I mean, and the numbers come down. You see, the number on that is three and a half now. Numbers three and a half, yeah. Um, Falcons, I see a lot of people. Ta- I actually see a lot of people taking the Titans after the whole uh, Mike Vrabel swearing at the reporter, losing sucks. Yeah, that's he why didn't he want to lose win. that game. No, of course not. No one wants to lose any of these games. Well, I think I think some don't mind losing. I don't think anybody wants to lose. I think some don't mind losing. I think others it, it crushes them. I think Mike Vrabel does not like actively wants to win. Yeah, I think losing really affects him. Uh, Atlanta, New Orleans. I guess I guess both teams have a chance, right? New Orleans. No, that's a big game. Yeah, is it really though? 
Yeah, if for some reason, if some reason the Bucks mess up, if the Bucks mess up, shame on them. Yeah, no kidding, Dave. Well, I mean, you say if the Bucks mess up, if the if, if you're Baker Mayfield and you can't go into Carolina and beat the two and fourteen Panthers, shame on you. I agree, hundred percent. I mean, I, there are a lot of people, like including my father-in-law, who loves the Bucks that that completely trust them right now. No. Like he was, he thought for sure they were going to take care of business at, yeah. at home against New Orleans. That crushed me too. They played like crap. I, I couldn't believe it. So yeah. So I don't know. And being a fantasy football champion this week, now you just kind of put your feet up and and you just watch many of the games. Yeah, which in the grand scheme of things is is good for you, but is it really though? No, I I love having the juice with the games. Yeah, but you'd also like your teams involved in some of these games that actually have meaning. Of course, I haven't had feeling with the Giants since the Monday night game. Dude, my team hasn't made the playoffs in 13 seasons. That's amazing. The, the, Alex is 13 and a half. The last time the Jets made the postseason, he was like five months old. Ugh. That's it's what am- I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I, you know how much I hate to lose. You know, yes. I, I can't stand it. It's right. like the vein of my existence. I don't care what it is. It doesn't Did you say matter. The vein? The vein of my existence. No, no, no. Yeah. The, the bane. Is that what it is? Bane? I think RJ? It's definitely the bane? Yes, like the Batman villain. Really? Yeah. It's not. It's not the ve- the vein of your existence. I could have sworn. All right, so I learned something new today. I thought it was uh, maybe vein spelled differently. Wait, wait. The you thought it was adopted the dark. It is the bane. Yes. Oh wow. Maybe I'm not that smart. I mean, right. I, I think like, Harvard might call right now. I've been saying it. People. I've been saying it wrong my whole life. The, no one's ever corrected me. Well, thank God for me. Thank Otherwise, you. you'd spend the next 50 years saying the vein of my existence, and people would be looking <laughs> side-eyes at each other. <laughs> you mean your aorta? Uh, RJ, do you look at him differently right now? Uh, you should. I don't know that I can. I, I mean, after what I after what I pulled yesterday with the pronunciation of the uh, the Jets kicker. Greg Zerloin. Yeah, that's not what you want. <laughs> the phrase bane of my existence refers to a person, thing, or situation that causes continuous irritation frustration, wow. or unhappiness. Thank you, it's guys. It's that thorn in your side that seems to persistently poke at you, making life difficult and seemingly unbearable. All right. Good. All right. Bane. Bane. The Bane. Bane. Yes. All right. I got that now. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so I hate losing. Right. I should have just said the thorn in my side is a little bit easier. You could have, yes. Could've we would never know. That would have been a lot less fun if you did, though. <laughs> Embarrassing myself. Now, am I the only one that heard him say the vein? I was like, it's wait, like the vein what? of my existence. No. Oh, erase that. I said it. I said uh, it out loud as soon as he said. Did he say vein? Uh, it's like yeah. the vein of my existence. Before I even finished the sentence, you had you had started turning it around on him. Now, so. do you respect that I did, or do you think as a co-host I, I should I should let that go? No, I expected you to. I expected you. So I, it's it's not respect lost or gained. It's just you know. You've you've established yourself. You're that guy now. So if you hadn't, I would be disappointed in you. But if I if I didn't, here's the question: how how good friends and teammates are you guys? If I didn't say anything, would you guys have just let it slide, or would somebody at some point have popped on and be like, "The vein"? No, we 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 would have addressed it at some point. Whether now whether it was on air or off air, I couldn't tell you. But we would have addressed it at some. RJ, point. RJ, were you horrified by it? I was perplexed. <laughs> I, but 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 I, I thought maybe that I thought maybe it, it, see when someone says it so convincingly, yeah, it's, it's like, like the vein of my existence. You're like, am I doing it wrong? Maybe I maybe it's me. You know, it's funny you say that because as I jumped him, I was like, oh oh god, please please let it be Bane. Because could you imagine if I jump him? I, I was and he's like, I'm Harvard. I know it's vain, and we look it up, and it's like many people think it's vain, but in fact, it is vain of my existence. I'd feel horrible. Uh, I blame the last two years of high school for this one. The vain. What? Did, what did you think? It was like, like oh, you think darkness is your ally? Uh, what? Are, no one's ever corrected me. Well, Seriously, I just I just you, looked up. No one's been my... walking around life and like you are the vein of my existence. And people, how yeah. often how often have you used the phrase? Uh, and it's not like something I use every day, but I think I've definitely used it before. No one's ever said anything to me. We, I don't we have just good saved enough friends from a world of embarrassment. I'm questioning everything now. I, did you say you saved him from a world of embarrassment? Yeah, you pointed it out. Might here. be a bit strong. I think this is probably the the last place that you would want to point it out if you wanted to save me. No, from imagine like in the future he's on a job interview to be like the GM of an NHL team. And he's like, you know what the vein of my existence is? 
in there like the vein of your existence. Yeah, see, but he's the he's the GM at that point. People may just no. not correct them. No, I'm he's not. The, I'm actually speaking the to the owner to get hired. Ah, the but maybe I process. say it with maybe I say it with such confidence that he's like, well, I think he's right. Maybe I'm. You wrong. know what? Imagine you say it and people hear it, and now. People take it and run with it, and you go somewhere, and you hear someone say, "Like, yeah, you know what the vein of my existence you know, actually you know, is." You know, what? like you're you're that trendsetter that makes this a popular phrase. That's power. That's power. Make people change words on you. you know so what is, is the like, vein though? of your existence? You don't like losing. You know what this is like, though. What? Where it's like you always used to correct me when I used to say I could, I could, uh, I could care less. I, I could care less. I could but now that's acceptable. Right. It's acceptable now. It's acceptable, but still very wrong. Right. But so maybe now vein of my existence is acceptable. I make it acceptable. Not not by me. It's not, the fir- it's not the first time he's done this. It also happened with... What is it, Fish? Yeah, Fish. <laughs> <laughs> At least that time he was asking. But that's, that, that's, that's street legal now. Right, but there was, there was uncertainty. Fish? <laughs> it's not Fish. What is it, Fish? No, it's that Fish is not what people say. It's Fish. No, but I think it's acceptable now. I've never heard one person on the street, like you mentioned, RJ, say Fish. Oh, I'm joggling. <laughs> <laughs> That's another good one. Oh, why do I put myself through this? Well, Miller, Kansas, the most, most. Kansas. Mice. No. State. <laughs> uh, easy, RJ. Cam Ward went to Washington and Washington State. All right, relax. Oh, you yelled at me when I pointed that out. Well, because I knew why you pointed it out. No. Jimmer. <laughs> Jimmer. <laughs> okay, let's have some more fun. All right, all right so I'm going to cuddle, start, tra- uh, oh. marry, uh, done with the Jets. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Oh, God. Anyway, um, what were you the, saying? Ba- the bane of my existence, which is yeah. losing. Um, I-, I couldn't tell you, like as much as I hate losing, I don't know what it would be like to have gone through as one of the defensive players on the Jets, what it would be like week to week now, having lived through this in back-to-back seasons. I'd want to believe that it wouldn't matter. Like, I'm just going to go out there, I'm going to do whatever it takes. But at some point, it's like... Well, I, I get... Maybe not giving. I, I don't know. It, it, the whole thing is weird to me. You'd think they'd give the same effort. I, I get, you know, maybe not being that top flight defense, but having watched them the last three games, they've. It, it feels like they've kind of quit. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's necessarily quit, but it's oh, definitely oh, oh. not been. It's definitely not been the level that everyone expected. Let go of the rope. Yeah, I just what I don't like is that you can't lose. It's like I mean, it's funny because Ty will be texting me back and forth during these Jets games. It's like we you just can't. You and Ty lose. are very chatty together. Well, both Jets fans. It's like I mean, it's like the game against Miami on Black Friday. We went through whole, this whole thing how we wanted to be the team to play the first Black Friday game, and then maybe we would be the team as we move forward that would always have the Black Friday game. And of course, we can't just lose to Miami. That's <laughs> no, awful. You, <laughs> we you had to play in that game that you'll remember for the rest of your life, right? It's like it's always something. And it's Joe Flacco lights us up of all people, and that's with and that's with Noah Mari Cooper and Elijah Moore gets hurt, right? And he lights us up. Well, you, you think the one guy you would would want to slow down in that game would be Njoku, when they and he went bananas, right? Well, was the same, dude, did the same thing with Miami though, and that's another reason why people are so pissed off at Robert Sala. It's like uh, there's no Tyree kill. Hey, let's not let J- Jalen Waddle kill us, and he's running amok. Killed you, and he and he that guy's never healthy. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it, it's, this season well, it's can't, it can't end well, quick enough for me. It, it's over. It's over. Uh, Bane, a cause of great distress or annoyance. Yeah, see, I looked, I, if you look up Vane of my existence, it pops up Bane of my existence. Really? You can't even get to Vane? No, when you click on it, yeah. All right. Well, you know what? You learned something today. If nothing else, if the rest of the show is a complete disaster, you've learned something today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right, Rick, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Tomorrow at 4.30. 
very meaningful game for the Pittsburgh Steelers. They look to go to 10-7. and They're slight favorites on the road in Baltimore because Lamar Jackson not going to play in this game. I don't know who else Baltimore doesn't play in this game, but the Steelers giving three and a half. Mason Rudolph under center for the Steelers. Oh, and it's been all the difference with their offense. He, he, I, I don't know how, but he's looked really good. I don't know if it's they have more confidence in him to make the right decisions, whatever it is. But, I mean, that offense now, I mean, yeah, George Pickens, I mean, you name it. Uh, you know, back-to-back win, wins, scoring over 30 or more points. Oh, you didn't mention, too, Dalvin Cook signing with the uh, Right, with the Ravens. With so the Ravens. do you root against Dalvin Cook, or are you a bigger man than I? And you're, oh, if he's good, he's good. Um, Yeah, I don't. Like I Dalvin don't Cook, first playoff game, rips off 127 yards on 18 carries. That's fine? Uh, no, it's not fine. Uh, would it surprise me? No. That's the problem, is that it P- wouldn't surprise me. Pittsburgh gets the win tomorrow in this one? We're <sighs> not so confident. Um, I think Tyler Huntley's a good quarterback. I mean, Pittsburgh needs it more. I don't know who's the problem. Is I don't know who's actually playing for Baltimore and who's not. I know Lamar's right. not playing. That's right. Lamar will not play. Baltimore does not need any part of this game. But you know that they do detest Pittsburgh, and they can eliminate Pittsburgh from a chance at the postseason. Right. So I wonder if that moves the needle well, I'm a sure bit it does. I'm sure it will a little bit. But still, I, Pittsburgh's playing really good football right now. Yeah, and you wonder why they put up with all the nonsense with George Pickens because you see what he can do when he's right. Yeah, I think it's pretty evident that it's just the talent right now outweighs the pain in the ass that he is. Yeah, now it does. Weeks ago, maybe it didn't. Um, well, no, I think that the talent, like, they see the talent. Right, that's why they put up with the stuff. But, I yeah. mean, you know, not blocking and all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, I mean, he if he were to play like this all season long, he'd be one of the best receivers in, in all of the NFL. Uh, yeah. I think that's what he thinks, and that's probably why he acts the way he acts sometimes. Right, and I think that's why he's allowed to get away with some of the stuff, because I think they probably believe the same. A huge game tomorrow night, 8-15, Houston and Indianapolis. Small number on this one, Houston giving one and a half. C.J. Stroud will, of course, be the quarterback for the Texans. Well, it's 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 at Indy, right? right. Indy coming off a... Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. <laughs> it was all you. Gorgeous. You're, you're a bad human being, you know it that? It was gorgeous. The, 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 the backdoor cover, you love that, huh? Oh, did I love it. RJ, um, did you love the backdoor cover last week? I loved it. I think he loved it. I loved it. No, um, I don't think so. All right, so Houston, I mean, all the difference for them is C.J. Stroud being back. Makes all the difference in the world. That kid's a stud. You can see that's how the team responds to him. Indy's already beat Houston the one time earlier in the season. was week two. Uh, they actually beat them in Houston. This game is Saturday nighter? Yep. You kidding me? Chance to... Chance to get in the postseason? Come on. Big Even stop. when the division of Jacksonville loses. Right. If you win this game and Jacksonville loses, you're division champions. You now host a playoff game oh. against Cleveland. Yep. Um, it be a good game. Cleveland uh, on the be road a good against, against any, any three of those teams, I think, will be a good game. Uh, Jets, Patriots, we've been there. We'll get back there. We don't need to spend a lot of time on the Browns and the Bengals. There's... I think there's nothing in this game, right? There's no impact whatsoever. Browns are locked into the five, and the Bengals are out, right? The Brown, the Browns are bringing in a quarterback off the street, right? Play. So, is is this going to be their fifth starting quarterback yeah. this year? Yes, right. Deshaun Watson, yep. DTR, yep. PJ Walker, PJ Walker is no longer with the team anymore. Joe Flacco, and now Jeff Driscoll. Yep, that is absolutely unbelievable. So, but but as far as anything really goes, a meaningless game. A meaningful game in Tennessee. Jaguars giving only three and a half against the Titans. I can tell you one thing. The Titans will not lay up for this one. No, I told you. Like, going through a lot of the stuff for the picks, there's a lot of people that think that that the Tennessee Titans are going to cover this game. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Mike Vrabel reacted the other day the way he reacted. And everyone feels like his his team's going to play for him. And Uh, the the other thing with Jacksonville. Jacksonville, I mean... You got the quarterback banked up. Quarterbacks all banked up, and then on top of that, you have—I mean, they're a tough team to figure out. I know a lot of the stuff was with turnovers and everything well, else. They're very, to that they're very underwhelming because they, they should be better than—and I know that he's been hurt, but they should be better than nine and seven. Well, they lost. I mean, they dropped four straight. Quarterbacks all—it was all banked up. Didn't play last game. They end up shutting out Carolina. They don't and have now, Christian Kirk now. Oh, his window opened. Yeah, Christian Kirk's practice window was open. Well, I don't think he's going to play this week, though, right? Uh, I would say probably not. But, I mean, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's on track to play. Well, he played last week. I'm sure he'll play this week. No, he didn't. Trevor Lawrence did not play last week. 
Oh, Beathard was the quarterback last week? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think he'll play this week. <laughs> I think he's supposed to play this week. I think he's been hey, he's throw, Yes, he's throwing yeah. passes. Yes, he's throwing passes. <laughs> you done with this one? I've, I've been done with it. You're the one that wanted to talk about it. Uh, Atlanta at New Orleans. Um, if Tampa beats Carolina, is that game meaningless? Is that right? Uh, Tampa wins the division, yes. Right. Um, boy, Atlanta is, is... They should be better than 7-9. and nine. Atlanta should be? Yes. Oh, they've had all sorts of quarterback issues, man. Well, that's the thing. is that I mean, their defense is not bad. They have a really good running game. Their offensive line is pretty good. I mean, you got a, a what should be a good tight end, supposedly an elite running back, supposedly a really good receiver. Their quarterback play is killing them. Ah, uh, killing them. Turnovers. All right, so here's the other scenario here. Um, so New, uh, New Orleans... They win, Tampa loses, um, they win the division. To get right. into the playoffs, they have to win, Seattle would have to lose or tie, and Green Bay would have to lose or tie. All right, we'll take the tie out of the equation, because that's not going to happen. They need, a Seattle, they need a Seattle loss and a Green Bay loss. All right, listen, all right, so you know what? Both those things could happen. Uh, they could. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot. Listen, the Bears have been playing great football, too. They really have, um, which concerns me, but we'll get to that. Tampa Bay, four and a half in Carolina. Like I said earlier, if you're if you're Tampa Bay and you lose your final two games of the season to New Orleans at home and in Carolina, you don't deserve going anywhere near the postseason. No. You should be embarrassed with yourselves. Especially the way they played. I mean, especially the way they played against New Orleans. They were terrible. At home. Terrible. terrible in that football game. Yeah, so they're the same thing. They win. They clinch the NFC South. If they... If they tie so the other way they can get in is if they tie and seattle loses and green bay loses which could happen so and you know what, if lose. tampa bay if tampa bay loses and they wind up finding the back door to get in they should just say we, we we're not going to take it oh they can't tampa can't lose they can only tie also oh, tampa loses they're out if tampa loses they're out okay so the only way tampa has any chance to get in is a tie or a win all right, so they need to win this football game. Correct. All right. Minnesota at Detroit. Lions giving three and a half. Um, Vikings are done, right? Vikings or did they have are, like that, that 0.1% unless, unless chance? Both, of, unless Dallas and Philly lose. Right, which is not I think that's happen. correct. And the Lions are locked in now? At the, locked at in the five? at the three. At the three, right? So they'll host either they'll host the six. Green Bay or the Rams, right? That's right. Okay. Uh, Denver at the Raiders. This is a meaningless game as well? Yeah. Yeah, all this is, is I mean, this is... This is draft position yeah, and, and Antonio Sti- Pierce. Yeah, and Stidham playing right. the second game. Uh, big football game in, in the nation's capital. How great would it be? I wonder if Raymond would even be upset if the Cowboys lost to the Commanders. I think he'd be upset. I think he'd be pretty know. upset. Who knows? Who knows? Thirteen point favorites don't win the game. Who who? Really if they knows? lose, the, if they lose and Philly wins. Philly wins the division. That's right. That's right. But who knows? Maybe Raymond. It's, kind a, it's of amazing that kind how of you create thing. these fake narratives. In your Maybe head. Raymond Continue. kind of thinks there's a chance that Dallas doesn't show up for this one, and if they lose, he can, can condition himself to not be all that. Well, upset. we'll see. We'll see whether or not uh, Raymond here, takes da- the here, uh, Dave. For the record, the I will be irate if Dallas loses the game. Are you okay? taking Dallas? Are you happy? Picks? Are you taking Dallas uh, thir- to cover? Thirteen is a big number. It's a big number. You could handle it. I don't know that anybody can. That 13 is a lot. Um, Bears-Packers. Packers win. They're in. Uh, Packers win, and they are in. That is correct. Huge game for Green Bay, and huge game for Justin Fields to kind of continue that momentum of, I deserve to be the starting quarterback for the Bears moving forward. Yeah, but, I mean, either either way, too, for Chicago. I mean, it's they have the first overall pick already, so it's he plays well. Makes the decision hard on them. I think the other thing you have to take into account, like, how much are you going to pay him? Like, how much how much money do you feel comfortable paying him? Because at some point, you're going to have to pay him. Uh, but that's a couple years down the road, no? I understand that. But can you, I guess my point is, is can you walk away from the first overall pick being a quarterback after you turned it down last year and you see what C.J. Stroud looks like and then in two years walk away from Justin Fields? It, it, no. It, it, you have to lock into him. If, you, if you're going to stand by and... and buy into Justin Fields after the season and not take the quarterback with the first pick or the whatever pick you wind up having later in the first round, then Justin Fields is your guy for the foreseeable future. Right, so that's what I'm saying, though. 
So I'm saying, like, it's I get it. You have control of him. Like, you pick up his fifth-year option. You got two more years of him. But you're not going to be happy with just two more years of him after you just turn down the first overall pick no, twice. Especially if that first overall pick turns out to be a star. So you got to figure out how much you want to pay him or how much it's going to cost you to, to keep him. It worries me that Justin Fields does not play well when the games matter. And every time the games become meaningless is the best version you see of Justin Fields. That worries me. I think you got to bake that in to this decision. Um, Seahawks at the Cardinals. Go, Cardinals, go. Seattle needs what to have happened to get into the postseason? A win and what? A win and a Green Bay loss. So not a ton. So so they'll know. Yeah, so they need a they need a win and a Green Bay loss, or they can have a see that they start getting into ties. If Seattle ties and Green Bay loses and Tampa loses. Oh, so they won't know because Green Bay how about this? Green Bay in January on January the seventh plays a game at four twenty five at Lambeau Field. Yeah. That's all for TV, huh? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Seattle, three-point favorites over Arizona. That game's been flip-flopping from two and a half to three all week long. Meaningless game. Well, not meaningless, right? The Rams can clinch the sixth seed if they beat the Niners, correct? Uh, yes. So if the, if the Rams lose and the Packers win, the Rams go to Dallas. Is that accurate? Rams will go to, yeah, assuming Dallas wins. Right, right, to the division winner of the NFCs. Yeah, they'll be the seven. Right. Uh, I mean, does it matter? Would you rather play Detroit or, or the NFCs team, or does, does it not matter if you're the Rams? I, I guess think, it doesn't well, matter because they're the, starting Carson Wentz. Well, I think the cool, I think the cooler story would be sure having to go to Detroit. Detroit. Uh, and this game means nothing for San Francisco. Nothing. Nothing, yeah. Uh, Kansas City and the Chargers, nothing for either team, correct? Kansas City and the no Kansas nothing for Kansas City no uh, and the Chargers obviously have been done for a long time Philadelphia and the Giants we've been in that game we'll get back to that game uh, later on during the course of the show by the way we are about ninety seconds to two minutes away from the frenzy so one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six line it up and get ready Buffalo at Miami Buffalo wins they're the two they lose they could be out. Buffalo could be out. Yeah, if Buffalo. What has loses, to happen for Buffalo to be out? Because I think there, there are things that could certainly happen. Uh, Pittsburgh needs to win, which which they're expected to do. Uh, and Jacksonville. So if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville win, um, if Pittsburgh and Jacksonville win and Buffalo loses, they're out. And Miami is either the two or the six. Um. Yeah. Miami would be the yes. So you either host a, the seven or you go to Kansas City if you're Miami. Yeah. Wow. And not, Buffalo not want. And Buffalo has all the momentum. They've been playing very good football. Miami just coming off a game where they got bludgeoned last week. Well, it's not even that, though. It's not just being bludgeoned. It's well, just no, they're also all banged too. up. Yeah, right. I mean, you already lost Jalen Phillips. They lost Chubb. Yep, Waddle's uh, out, right? Savian Howard's, I don't know if he's going to play. Waddle might not play. If you watch the Tyreek Hill thing, he's he's had a walking boot on. Two was banged up. I, <laughs> yeah, they're all but banged Miami, up? But it's Miami at home. I mean, that's I think that's, I guess, what you'd hang your hat on. It's Miami at home. Are you going to get involved in that game? Uh, I'm potentially going to get involved in that really? game. Really? I hope you get involved in that game. Are you going to get involved in that game? <sighs> I'm thinking about it, but I, I and I know this is kind of a cop outy way. I think I just want to watch the game as a fan. Uh, I, think, I think I don't want to have a rooting interest in that game. I don't disagree with you, but at least it's one of the games that you actually have a pretty good idea of what's I will tell you what. If I were playing. to take the game, I believe I would take Buffalo in the game. But I don't feel strongly enough that I'm going to do that. I don't think. Well, what concerns you? I think the only thing that would concern me would be potentially just Josh Allen turning the ball over too much. Well, I, I still think that Miami offense is, is scary and can move the football in that Buffalo defense. I do. I, yeah, but you're also missing. I mean, you're talking about missing Jalen Waddle and and uh, Mostert may not play. Yeah, I think Waddle's a, a bigger loss than Mostert. I mean, a-, a chain is, I mean, terrific. I know he's terrific, but most, I mean, having both is better than just having one. Look at how many I touchdowns agree. Mostert has. I agree. Yeah, he's got more than more than the Jets, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. That's Thanks really for pointing that out. Sorry, it might Appreciate be more it. than the Giants still too. I, I don't. Thank you. It's great. All right, blow this one dead, Raymond. I'm not sure this one gets blown dead. But, well, uh, I mean, the music gets stopped. And, yeah, just oh, blow it, Ray. Exactly. Blow on it. Yeah, like a birthday candle, Raymond. Blow yep. on it.
Uh, Raymond, <laughs> that's right. 1-800-919-3776. Raymond, quickly, without any pause and or hesitation, to a football frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, it's the last regular season frenzy that we have. Football frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. 1-800-919-3776. I think... This is it. We we have to be sticklers for the rules. Raymond, you hear a, hey, guys, no. Love the show. No. Right into the question. Right into the question. And we start with Brennan in Neptune. Brennan, go. Who's going to win the NFC East? Cowboys. Cowboys. I have no hesitation there. Jeff Howard Beach. Jeff Frenzy, go. Because two is kryptonite won't be on the field, and they won Matthew Milano. What chance did you give the Dolphins the chance? And Rick, as a Jets fan, who are you rooting for? As a Jets fan, oh, who I like am that. I rooting for? Yeah, who are you rooting for? Dolphins. I hope they. I hope they both lose. Well, he'll if he picks the game is who he'll root for. Right. Um, what was the question about Miami? Can Miami win a since championship? Tua's, did he say? Since, yeah. Can they win since two is kryptonite? He's not out there. Was his words. Yeah, I don't. Can, I can they win no. a championship this year? No, no. Uh, Joseph in Queens, Joseph Frenzy, have at it. Uh, do the Patriots have any chance of getting Jim Harbaugh? I haven't no. heard anything about that. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I would be very surprised if that were to happen. Purple Belt Mike, you're on the frenzy. Fast forward one year from now, where are New York teams in the standings? Fast forward a year from now. Yeah, that's a good. See, I think Giants are probably not a playoff team if they take that quarterback. Yeah, I just still don't. I mean, can you do enough this offseason to put yourself in the same uh, as to be as good as Dallas or Philly still? Um, you mean keep the quarterback situation the way you have no, it? No, I just mean in general. I just think, like, can you do enough? Like, I mean, there's still a chance that Daniel Jones is going to start the season even if you right. draft the quarterback. What? Right, but I think at some point you're going to see that that quarter, the young kid quarterback. So, no, I think the Giants are probably, uh, I don't know, at this point of the season, a six or seven win football team. Yeah, but in the division, what, third in the division? Uh, yes, third or, or even even last in the division. But again, if you come in last in the division and you, you get to the end of the year and you say, boy, we drafted fill in the blank and we love him as our quarterback of the future, you're not going to care. No, I get it, but he was just asking, I'm just saying, he right. asked the question. Right, I think the Giants are probably about a seven win team at this point. I think the Jets are... Poof, I, I think sitting here probably with about nine or ten wins right ugh. now. Ugh. Ugh. What? Ugh. What? Nine or ten wins doesn't doesn't work. Ten wins? For the season? Right now. With one game left? Yeah. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't take yeah, would ten take wins going into week 18 next year for the Jets? Like, does week 18 mean I have to win it to get in the playoffs? Or are you, I don't know what set? it means. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I guess I would. I guess I would. You guess? It. I'd like to have a. I'd like to have a playoff spot locked up by week. Heading 18. into week eighteen, be nice. What put number in a, right in a, now? Like where there's a chance if I lose a game, if I win, I'm the two seed. If I lose, I could be. You out want of to the be playoffs. the Buffalo Bill? The, the Beals is what you'd like to be right I now. I would rather. I would, I'd like to avoid that. So RJ, I'd like you to write this down. What number of wins do you need heading into week eighteen for you to say this has been really good? Are you asking me? Yeah. Um. Next season. Next I would season. Say, one year from now. I would say eleven. Looking to get to twelve. Okay. Fair enough. RJ, if you could write that down, I'd appreciate it. Let's go to Sal and Duchess. Sal, you're on the frenzy. Belichick to me is not a West Coast kind of coach. If he leaves the Patriots, is he? You think he's going to coach the Commanders? Oh, that would surprise me. I think it would make sense for Washington with the new ownership. I was even thinking about that Jim Harbaugh question. I mean, if you're if you're a guy looking for a job, I mean, is there a better owner in the NFL than Robert Kraft? Harbaugh to New England? No, I'm just saying, like, what things you're looking for, like, they're going to have, depending on what happens, they'll have a high enough pick where you can get one of the quarterbacks that you might like, and then right? on top of that, you uh, have you one can, of the you best You can get him J.J. McCarthy if he, if he loves him. And then you get one of the best owners. Yeah. And you know what it would do if there is real animosity, real true animosity between Belichick and Kraft? 
I don't think Belichick would love at all Harbaugh taking this job. Uh, probably not. Let's go to uh, Jacob in Beacon. You're on the frenzy. What's the minimum number of offensive linemen the Jets have to pick up for Aaron Rodgers to survive next season? They need two tackles. Start there. Yeah, I'd say probably. Well, I mean, you got to figure Tomlinson and Vera Tucker are going to be your guards. Tittman, your center. Two, I'd say minimum number, two two tackles. Just that's it. Just two tackles. Two no, tackles. no worries. Yeah, yeah. It's not if like you're just filling your tackle good. spots, the left tackle and the right tackle. All should be well. What's Tomlinson's contract look like? Uh, I don't know it right off the top of my head. You don't have it right off the top of your head? I, I believe it or not, I don't. That surprises me. I, I think he's still under contract. I don't know. Like a savant like Santiago probably has. I it wish you'd right have such a, a, a pea brain. Very small brain. Um, Anthony, when you you guys can answer this, because I guess it's directed towards you. What hotel does Dave stay at if the Giants win this weekend? What hotel does Dave stay at? If, I don't think he leaves the house. I'll be, have I'm you seen the weather? Right He's the, if he leaves the house, he may not, not come back. Anywhere. I'll tell you what right now. Giants win this weekend. Livid on Monday morning. Livid. Why? Ooh. Why? We've been over this. Oh, come on. It's amazing to me that you would have. So if I lose this game, Amani Toomer, we never get the former player or current player to tell us the best thing is to lose. Amani said the best thing is for the Giants to lose. You don't understand why? You can contribute to the Eagles' misery. You like They're you, already you seem, in misery. You, you, you seem to enjoy causing others misery. I think you would enjoy that part how, of it. How, if the Cowboys win, how do the Eagles have any more misery than they've already blown this? Division? Maybe the Cowboys lose. Well, then, then you're in. You don't believe that. Really. No, I can't believe I, I that. Just, Gra- I just try to make conversation. Graziano, <laughs> Spears, and Tannenbaum all picked the Dolphins. I see. Wow. Greeny, the only one to take the Bills. Greeny on an island. Uh, let's go to West and East Hanover. West Frenzy, go. Is Marvin Harrison Jr. worth trading up for any team? I think it depends on the team. Pro- probably. I can't imagine you're a really bad football team. You're going to mortgage other assets to move up for Marvin Harrison Jr. No, what's going to cost you? I mean, if you're a really good team looking to get up to get right, you're not going to you're not going to get Harrison. That. Now, if you're like the Bears. And you have Justin, you're dangling Justin Fields, and you pick, I don't know, eight, and he's sitting there at four. Could you somehow use what you get for Fields and move up and get Harrison? And, and maybe that's worth it, right? Lakin Thomason, by the way, has one year left. He's got some void years, but his cap hit is almost $19 million, oh. and his dead cap is just as 10 7. So you'd save, you'd save $8 million bucks on your cap to move off of him. Yeah, but then you'd need three offensive linemen. Yeah, do you want? I mean, do you want him eating up almost nineteen million dollars in your cap? That was a bad signing, uh, Chris and Clark. Chris, you're on the frenzy. Chris, you're on the frenzy. Will Tommy DeVito lead an NFL team next year no. to the playoffs? No, no. <laughs> you could have stopped at Willie lead an NFL team next year, and the answer would have been no to the playoffs. Absolutely, he's under contract not. with the Giants, by the way. Right for two more years after this year, I believe. <sighs> Uh, Sean Islip, we'll rattle off a couple more and then we'll we'll uh, call it a frenzy. Sean Islip, go. The wheels have been falling off the bus for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Has Doug Peterson shown enough to keep his job? Yeah, he'll keep his job if they lose and don't get in. Do you want? Do you really want to have another coach with Trevor no, Lawrence? No, and Trevor Lawrence for the most part has been really good with with Doug Peterson. So no, they'll, they'll probably keep his job. Uh, Colby and Asbury Park, go. Do I root for my beloved New York Jets this weekend, or do I no. root for the best pick? Well, you root for a loss. And lastly, Nick in Granville. Nick, have at it. Should Brock Purdy play this weekend with the bye next weekend? Well, he's not playing. No. no. And he shouldn't. Why? Oh, well, because you're getting that stupid, I mean, that, that stupid conversation. It's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because, like, if he played and got hurt, why'd you play him? And then if he plays in two weeks and plays like crap, They'll say you should have played him. The reason that he was so bad is because you didn't play him in week 18. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's a no-win situation. Unless you win, and then it's a, a winnable situation. All right, Raymond. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. 18!
I'm going to go with the Chiefs and lay the net in the... Of DNR. All right, here's our picks brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. RJ, give us a tour of where we stand heading into week 18. Yeah, do it slow so I can write it down, please. It's a sad tour lately. <laughs> There's a lot of red on this board. It's like the Gilligan's Island tour, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people lost on their own island. We're like, we're like Wilson searching for answers right now. Not Raymond. He is 30. 20 and 1. Wow. Atop the leaderboard in his own zip code, running away, hiding from all of us. Next, in his own little middle ground zip code, is Richard. 27, 23, and 1. And then you kick on down, and it's a slugfest at the <laughs> bottom. Dave and I both have 24 victories. Doesn't matter after that. I guess technically I'm, I'm ahead of you, but with the ties, but still 12 picks to make, Dave. Well, what are you, 24 and what? I am 24, 24, and 3. 24, 24, and 3. Dave is 24 and 27, which right. feels like I should be further ahead than just a tiebreaker, but what can he, he He's got the three ties. I, I do not. So I'll have to jump ahead of him as far as victories are concerned. Now, Raymond, last we did this on the show, you were in control of the board. You guys all had the same record last week. You still have control of the board. What would you like to do? It's horrifying looking at all this red on the board. I, well, you're 10 games I'm, over 500, Raymond. Yeah, but you know what? That, that, Solid. It's, it's not insurmountable. Because he just wrote it down. It kind of is, though, Ray. No, it's really not because I I could I could uh, we we've talked about it all day like week eighteen like it could just totally set on fire. Uh, oh you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, but so you're I'm still gonna... six games clear of how <laughs> so to be. He's got a ten game lead. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to kick the can of pressure down the road and kick it to the guy who has who's right behind me. Probably had well not probably did have the worst week and uh, so Rick I I'm going to give you the pressure now. You're up first. I didn't have the worst week. I had the worst week. Dave had the worst week. You jerk. Oh, I, I'm, I'm mistaken. Then. Well, in that case, give it I'm, to still, Dave. I'm still going to give it to Rick. <laughs> <He's> still, <laughs> oh, he played you. He now, why do you got to be he, like that, Raymond? He he played you, he insulted you, and then he played you again. Yeah, that's not that's not right. Yeah, I don't like your attitude one bit. I think you're a jerk. How about that? I well, gave I, I gave you a freebie before, so let's see if let's see if you take the advice. Oh, oh now, now you're giving him wins? No, he didn't. We had a conversation. He's not. He's he's swinging it. He this is what he's doing. It. He can't answer a hypothetical, but he'll swing his schwantz all over the place because right. he's feeling good about himself. All right, all right. I'll take your pressure, Raymond Santiago, and I will make my picks confidently. Make my picks with my first pick. I am going to the most intriguing game on the board right away, right off the bat. I am going to take. No, maybe I won't. I won't oh, come. It. For I'm God's sakes. It. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. How about that? All right. All right. I'm going to speak to what Raymond was talking about. I'm going to do it. I'm going to live and die by the sword. They should be embarrassed with themselves. They let me down last week, and if they let me down again, they're officially dead to me. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Carolina and lay the four and a half. What was that? Was that me? That was both of you making pirate noises. Was that me making a pirate? That was a pirate noise? Uh, that's what it's labeled as. Let me hear that again, please. I'm not sure if that was a pirate noise or not. All right, here's the interesting question. Can I ask a question? Am I allowed to ask a question? Uh, yes. Okay. Just don't make it a hypothetical. No, it's not a hypothetical. Um, Detroit Lions, they play at one. They win. Dallas right. and the Eagles lose. Both play at 425. They have the two seed. Correct. Yes. So... Motivation still there, you think, or not? Uh, come on. I I'm mean, make snapping. your picks. Now we, have to sit, now we have to sit here and, and baby you along. Make your picks. I can't ask you a question? Ugh. I don't know what their motivation will be. Stop I find it hard to believe that Philadelphia and Dallas both lose. No, I thought that maybe you would have some insight. All right. With my second pick, I'm going to lay it on the line with this guy because <laughs> I like him <laughs> and I respect him. Give me the Houston Texans minus the point and a half. I'm going to take C.J. Stroud and the Texans minus the point and a half. And with my final pick, going down with R.J. Santillo in Miami. I'm going to ride those Buffalo Beals minus the three. I have an uh, update for you, which I think you'll appreciate. What? Uh, the spread is now two and a half for Buffalo. I will take the Bills minus two and a half then. Okay. All right. Well, that was certainly drawn out. Raymond? Where do we go well, next? next time I'll just get my picks. Just like a blah. Well, I picks. mean, you just took. I mean, if everybody took the amount of time you took, half the Greeny show would be over. Well, listen, don't lo- don't make me go first. Then how about that? RJ can go next. Well, then away we go. 
(laughs) 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 The picks get more and more tense now. Now it's crunch time, so now it's time to get going. You touched on this, alluded to it earlier. Tennessee, I think they're playing for, well, technically nothing. This could be the end for Vrabel. It could be the end for Derrick Henry. Jacksonville, a lot of questions late. They give you the hook. It's almost like they're begging you to take it. And I'm going to jump all over that hook. Give me the Titans (laughs) plus three and a half. Wow. I love it. Next, this team, I've really had nothing to do with all year. To my knowledge, I have not picked them once. Haven't even considered it. Now's the time, though. Out to Vegas we go, where the Raiders host the Broncos. In a completely meaningless football game. Where I will take the Broncos. Oh, Getting three points. And finally... He's lost it. No, no, I'm all over it. <laughs> <laughs> and finally. He's already on vacation. No. I was going to take the Giants. That number has inflated about two points overnight. Someone knows something I don't, so I will steer clear of that. But I guess that would be my bonus, maybe, if I had one. You know where he's going. <laughs> he's giving a bonus, baby. You know now. where he's going. He's going he's gonna to give us the pronunciation du jour. What is it, RJ? That will be the... Buffalo Beals, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Minus two and a half. I'll take them. And those are my picks. Nice. Okay. I like when you give picks. Yeah, Dave. I, you I like get a I, bonus baby. I like when I win picks. It doesn't happen that often. I'm going to put you have a bonus baby too, right? The Giants bonus yep. baby? Yeah. The Giants is the baby? So that'll win. The rest will go in three. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> take, I'm going to take the Broncos in Vegas. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is, that is some pick. <laughs> I've never picked them before. I have nothing to do with them. The <laughs> game is, couldn't be more meaningless, but uh, that's who I'll take. I'm going to Vegas, and I'm taking the Broncos. <laughs> All right, Raymond, are you, are you turning your attention to me for my picks? Dave, as the smartest person here, you get the joy of going last, actually. I'll go I'll go oh, wow. Wow. Right so, in the rear. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> for the reasons we've already described, I am... This team needs to win against a team that's already just playing out the string. Draft position means nothing at this point because they don't even have their pick. So give me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, four and a half, uh, minus four and a half with, over Carolina. Uh, the team that has their pick is Chicago. They're feeling pretty good right now. Uh, they may not necessarily beat the Packers, but I like them to cover the plus wow. three. So give me Ooh. Chicago plus three at Green Bay. I like it. And then finally, RJ and I are in complete agreement about the Buffalo Beals. Is that oh. now a two and a half? Two and a half. Uh, I just refreshed again. Give me Keep a moment. refreshing. Because I, oh, I said two and a half. My, two and mine, half. mine was yep. not refreshed and it said three, so I just wanted to be nope. sure. Two and a so half. So it's now yep. two and a half. So I, yeah, even better. I'll take the Buffalo Beals minus two and a half. I don't like this. I'm gonna. I was gonna take the Beals, but I'm gonna steer clear of them. That's right. Oh. Stay away from the Beals. You Stay guys away are from all them. over the Buffalo Beals. It's funny. I actually liked the Ravens plus the three and a half. That's that come down to three. I don't want any part of it. I'm going to bet on a game that has so much meaning. So much. And, and we'll get so much discussion on the airwaves locally on Monday. The Patriots and the Jets. Patriots beat the Jets all the time. It's all they do is beat the Jets. Let's go Jets. You're rooting for the Jets now? If you pick the Patriots. Really? I so think so. So me picking a game has such influence you will now root for the Jets and mortgage your draft future. Yes. All right. Then you're going to be rooting for the Jets because I will take the Patriots and lay the two points. Could be it for Belichick. He wants to win. They have not played awful football. Even last week, they they really gave Buffalo a decent football game. Their defense is good, and I think that um, Zappi is better than Mac Jones, and they beat him earlier in the year at at MetLife Stadium. I'll, I'll I'll take the Patriots, and I'll lay the two points. For my next game, I'll let you guys jump on the Mike Vrabel bandwagon. I'm going to go on the other side of that. I believe Trevor Lawrence plays in this game. Jacksonville needs this game. I don't trust whoever's playing quarterback for Tennessee. I believe it's going to be Ryan Tannehill. I will take the Jaguars and lay the three and a half. Well, Lawrence will play. You thought he played last week, so that's the difference. Yeah, well, that's that's nice. And <laughs> for my final selection, see, i got to find another game here. Oh, this is a good spot to be in. <laughs> I, hate, I hate his guts. I hate his guts. Whose guts? Yours. Why? I, I the, the amount of man hours I put into these stupid picks. And you just <laughs> are like, I, go? uh, I got to find my last pick. Well, because I was going to go with Baltimore, and then I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Watch what's going to happen here, and it's a shame. It really is, because I want to take Houston, but I'm not going to. All the time we doubt Gardner Minshew, and all the time he answers the bell. 
I'm going to get a point and a half at home. I'm going to take the Colts plus the point and a half. Saturday night for the nation to see Gardner Minshew mania get into the postseason. Look at you. That's right. So you and I are going head to head on a couple of uh, these babies. I just one of them. I oh, Patriots said. Jets. Yeah, we're going head to head. Well, you didn't. What are you talking about? No, because I root for the Jets. Oh, well, I th- what, what are you talking about? Well, I thought you took the uh, the Titans. No, RJ took the Titans. No, and right. the Broncos. Okay. Go Broncos. <laughs> I, love I love the Broncos pick. So there you have it. That's it. I'm going to make some noise this week, I have a feeling. Yeah, and those are the picks. I hope you make noise when you make the picks that 30 seconds before you have to make the picks. That's Listen, great. How, only you would spend hours and it. weeks long preparing. I RJ can, spends time. Ray spends how, time. I'm, I'm brighter than the three of you. I can look and see, and I have a feeling, and I understand. Oh, that's the picks. <laughs> Brought to you by Samuel Institute for Pain Management. For a pain-free life, visit SamuelPain.com today. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.